Hello, and welcome to I'm In Here, a space all about spirituality, healing, and awakening for Black women, inclusive of women of trans experience, as well as gender non-conforming and non-binary people of color. Here, I share tools and skills that have helped me along my spiritual and personal journey, and hopefully you will find some value in the information for your own journey to grow, heal, and align with your higher self. My name is Kendall, and I thank you for joining me. Radical acceptance of difference. <sighs> I'm taking a deep breath because this has been a roller coaster. Not only has this practice been challenging, but recording this episode has been challenging as well. Full transparency, this is the fourth time that I'm recording this episode. And I think the reason for that is I'm really still trying to be open to accepting difference, but I'm also having challenges in being open and vulnerable and sharing that. So when I would take notes, because I take notes for all of the topics that I talk about, I do that because I have a tendency to ramble. And so I like to stay focused stay the course, make sure that I am staying on topic. But when I would write the notes for this episode, they felt very heady. They felt more intellectual. And it didn't sound like it was coming from a place of personal experience, from a heart-centered place. So when I would record and listen back, I would think uh, something sounds off, something's missing. Yesterday, when I was editing for the third time... (laughs) Spirit said to me, stop what you're doing. You're getting all in your head and just record and talk from your personal lived experience. Be open, be vulnerable and share that. That will resonate so much more than speaking from these intellectual terms. So I'm going to try that and just share with you and be as open and vulnerable as I possibly can. And hopefully you can take away some jewels of wisdom from this. So let's go down this rabbit hole together. I came to this practice about two years ago when my wife and I were reading Pleasure Activism by Adrian Marie Brown. Around the time that we were reading this, we were experiencing huge fundamental shifts in our relationship. We had been together for 13 years at that point and Our relationship had always been good, but we knew that it could be better. And after reading this book and having so many in-depth conversations together, we realized how closed off we were intimately from ourselves individually, from ourselves in our relationship, from other people in our life that were very important to us. And so we really wanted to start changing the ways that we were operating with ourselves, in relationships with other people, and we had to really get at the core of all of that. So in another conversation, we realized that the ways that we view relationships is nature and nurture. We were talking about our childhood, our upbringing, and this information was not new to either one of us. We, like I said, had been together for 13 years, so we knew our past histories 
We knew our family dynamics. We knew previous relationships that we had been in. But suddenly, now that we wanted to really be more of our authentic selves in our relationship and strip away the confinements of intimacy that we had built for ourselves previously in our relationship and also in the beginning of our relationship, we started to really see who we really are at our core. My wife was sharing with me that she really enjoys having deep, intimate connections with other people. Not sexual, more intellectual, emotional connection. I do like to have connection with other people, but it takes me some time to really kind of turn that on. I'm very closed off. It's hard for me to be open and vulnerable with people. Even if I've known you for a very long time, it's it's a process for me because I've been very closed off for so long. As my wife was sharing her stories and tying it to pleasure activism and all of the stuff that we were talking about in that present moment, I'm listening and I'm thinking to myself, oh, okay, this makes sense. Now I understand why you do this or why you do that or why you think this. And then my next thought was, okay, I want you to not do that anymore. (laughs) All those things that you did, I want you to stop doing that because that to me is rubbing up against my issues of safety and love. So please just stop. I didn't say that to her out loud, but I essentially did that in my actions. I started to kind of behave in certain ways that would be very unkind and loving and not fully embracing who she is, who how how her difference is. And I was doing that for a couple of months. I started to notice that it was really hurting my wife. It was affecting her. And that made me very sad because I didn't want to hurt her. But I also wanted to be able to express to her the things that you are, like some of innately of who you are and how you express your love feels different for me. It feels uh, jarring is a little bit too harsh of a word, but I, I got scared, like just full transparency. I got scared. I started to question for myself if she's seeking connection and intimacy, even if it's in this intellectual, emotional place with other people, am I going to have to share her in a way that I've never had to share her before? And I'm very protective and I'm very possessive is a bit strong, but I, I love hard. And so I was really afraid of once we start to really embrace how we show up, am I going to be kind of left behind? We had more conversations and we were really working through this together and I kept pushing, 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 pushing. And at some point I realized this is doing more harm than good. I don't want to keep doing this. It's not helpful. I'm going to ultimately push my wife away. That's not what I want to do. So some months later, I was thinking about this again, thinking about her story. And I said, you know what? I I could ignore it. I could just not pay attention to her difference. I could just say, oh, yeah, you know, I... 
got it, heard it, and kind of keep it moving. I could still try to bring her in alignment, keep her in my wavelength. Not too long after I thought about ignoring the feeling that came up was like, no, I don't want to do that either because that's also a very unkind, unloving, uncompassionate way to respond to my wife's difference. It's also not really accepting her. If I'm ignoring it, that's just kind of being dismissive and I don't want to do that. That's also going to drive her away at some point as well. So what came up next was, okay, I just need to accept. And oh my goodness, that's where the struggle came in. Because in order for me to accept how she relates to love differently means that I have to trust that when I open myself up, the love is not going to go away. And the little person in me, the little Kendall in me, kept screaming and fighting, no, 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 because guess what? We have receipts of every time that you've done that and you weren't loved, you weren't supported, you weren't cared for. So for me to really accept was is was challenging. It still is because there are many different times where I can see as my wife begins to grow and flourish and know more of who she is. And I'm also growing and flourishing and knowing more of who I am. Sometimes there are things that kind of come up and like trigger me and I'm like, ooh, that 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 hurts. But it's not because she doesn't love me. It's not because she's going away. It's because she's she's being who she is. And my little stuff that's fluttering within me is simply remembering old things. It's not happening right now. It's not happening in the present. Love is still present right now. It's abundant right now. But I'm choosing to focus on the things that were holding me back or I'm choosing to keep love at bay to protect this inner part of myself. So I'm holding back ultimately what I want more of, which is love and connection, simply by not accepting and embracing my wife's difference. I then started to kind of zoom out and look at other places in my life where I was pushing against difference. I noticed it in my parenting with my daughters. I have ways in which I may try to, in my opinion, think that I'm just offering up some information, knowledge, but I'm really imposing my ideas and beliefs on them and not really giving them the opportunity to be their own individual people and express to me their ideas, their thoughts that could be different from mine. They may have a different approach to something, but because I have lived on this planet longer than they have, I think to myself, well, you know, I've had more experience, so let me just tell you how to do this when they have their own ideas too and they have different approaches and different perspectives than I do. So even in my parenting, I started to kind of relax and let go of the reins and trying to hold on to my safety strategies with my daughters and raising them. As I was going along this healing journey, and feeling some expansion and feeling some change and wanting to kind of really pull other people into this vortex of healing that I was experiencing, I had to sit back and say, you know, listen, everyone else is on their journey. 
not everyone is going to be on the same wavelength. In fact, my wavelength is specifically for me. And for me to try to pull someone else into my wavelength because I want them to be on this journey with me and I want to completely ignore your experiences, your opinions, your point of view, your history, like that's, I wouldn't want someone to do that to me. So I don't want to impose that on other people. Now, as I continue to expand and look at other relationships in my life, my friendships, I could see that it was easier for me to accept their difference because yes, there's intimacy there in my friendships, particularly friendships that I've had for well over 20 years. But the challenge really for me was in the day-to-day with my wife, really having this epiphany of intimacy and relationships. Right now, and I'm sure maybe you can hear some of it in my voice, is there's still some challenge. There's still some edge to it. I'm relaxing into it much more than I did a year ago. I will say that. Um, There's not much of a push. There's not much of a resistance that I have. I'm easing into it more. I'll also share with you that as I started to really slow down and give myself some grace and some compassion and really, really not be judgmental and critical, I looked at the deeper, at the core of the difference between my wife and I. And I stopped paying attention to the how and was paying more attention to the why. And when I looked at the why, I noticed that, oh, even though, yes, her thing is I want to have connection with many different people and I'm like, ah, I want to have connections with less people. Really at our core, we want to be loved. We want to be supported. We want to be seen for who we are. We want other people to embrace us for who we are. Once I was able to really hone in on that frequency of we both want love, we both want connection, we both want dignity, I then relaxed more into our relationship. And so her desire to have connection with other people no longer felt like a threat to me because I could understand and appreciate and have compassion for her process. And she also has a greater understanding of me and my process. And now we are at a place where we're a lot deeper than we were before. It's still challenging, like I said. Now it feels as though the more that I can see someone else's difference, and really when I look at it, it's no longer a radical acceptance of difference. It's a radical acceptance of what is. Not everyone has to be on the same wavelength as Kendall. In fact, I don't want everyone on the same wavelength as me. There's beauty in how everyone relates. And I learn so much about myself as I relate to other people and how they are and how they show up. (sighs) Yes. I was able to make it through all this way (laughs) and have some cohesive thoughts. Really, the lesson or the takeaway that I want to share with all of you in relationship with radical acceptance of difference is that 
Difference feels very scary. And it feels hard to trust difference, particularly if it's rubbing up against things that are very tender for you. Sometimes the things that we have a tendency to push against is the thing that we really want more of, but we're afraid to let go and just really allow it to come in because maybe we feel that we're unworthy of receiving whatever that is. For me, that was love. And so if I pushed against how not just my wife, but my parents, my daughters, my friends, if I pushed against how they showed me love, I was ultimately saying to myself, I don't feel that I'm worthy to have this love. So I'm going to keep everyone at arm's length. I'm going to keep everyone at bay. And I'm going to continue to operate from my safety of love because I know that I can trust myself. Even though, side note, I can't. (laughs) That's another lesson that we'll go over. Really trusting in myself. I always felt that I can trust me. I can trust that I will show up for me, that I will be here for me. I don't think that I can trust other people because y'all got other histories, other beliefs, and they don't align with mine. So I don't know. I can't really be open and vulnerable and and feel as though I'm going to be supported and seen and heard. But man, once I let that stronghold go, and I just surrendered everything that I was afraid of fell away. What I ultimately wanted came flooding in. Each day I continue to be more accepting and see how other people are in relationships I've been, I've had the wonderful privilege of having a lot of friends that have many different relationship styles and models. And I always look at their relationships before I would be like, "Mm, I can't do that. That's a little too much for me. I don't know. Like you got that going on over there. I got this going on over here. But now I'm coming from a place of, I ask questions out of curiosity. Well, how did you get to that place? Even if something is different, sometimes I can take pieces of what they're sharing, the difference and bring it into my being and say, you know what? I like a piece of that over there. That that felt really resonant with me. And so I can embody some of that. Some things I'm like, you know what? That's a little bit too off of my spectrum. That's a little too off of where I want to be, but that's okay. And I appreciate that there's some other example that I have to look toward so that I don't always have these one size fits all examples of love, of intimacy, particularly when those examples are based off of some models or some imaginative ideas that somebody created that may not even be real. The more that I can look at other differences, and I'm speaking obviously more in relationships and love, but the more that I can look at differences in other people and really appreciate it, then I feel more secure or I feel that I can kind of find myself more and know what feels right to me, what feels resonant to me and what doesn't. It's also helped me to really understand my boundaries more. It's also helped me to understand how I can love myself more, have more compassion for myself. 
and to really strip away the things that I was so hung up on or the structures or the ideas that I was so hung up on rather than just kind of letting things be what they are and then having the flow of what is supposed to be mine drawn to me. Because when I have my walls up, nothing can get in. Things are always going to be outside of me. And so in order for me to have those, that energy, that love, that support to be seen the way that I want to be seen, I got to let those walls down. I got to accept I have to surrender. Ugh, what jewels. <laughs> what a life this is. I don't have any journal prompts for this particular episode. Um, Like I said, I had so many notes and all these different notes and I had all these journal prompts that were just all over the place. And so I don't want to give those to you because I feel as though those prompts were not really sharing with you my journey, my experience. It was more of, like I said, from an intellectual space. But I hope that this episode had some information and you were able to glean something from it that felt resonant with you. Um, And if not, that's okay. That is totally all right. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed it. And please come back for some more because it's going to keep getting good. I'm In Here is produced and edited by me, Kendall. The intro music was also created by me. You can find my wellness business, In Her Power, on Instagram at in her underscore power or on Twitter at in her power. You can email me with any questions, concerns, ideas, thoughts that you may have. My email address is Kendall, K E N D A L at inherpower.space to help support me in continuing to bring you some great content i invite you to become a patron please make sure you review share and subscribe to this podcast